Well, it's a great joy to be with you this morning. Uh, my name is Father Strand, and I've been assigned to be the new pastor here at St. Francis Cabrini and also at St. Mary's Immaculate Conception. I've been around for about a week and a half now, and I've uh, been very grateful for the warm welcome that I've received. Also very edified by the deep faith that I have observed here at St. Francis Cabrini and also at St. Mary's. Um, this is my first Sunday Mass at Cabrini, but throughout the week I've seen all sorts of beautiful expressions of faith. Uh, daily Mass numbers are really good, people are coming to confession, the Adoration Chapel has the doors in it, all these beautiful signs of your cooperation with God's grace. And so for all that, I'm very grateful. Also very grateful to Father Reisman for pastoring this parish for so many years, and to Father Harmon for administering in the interim. So as I begin here, I have a lot of people to get to know. Um, these parishes are a lot bigger than my previous parishes, uh, but I really do want to get to know you. So after Mass, uh, please introduce yourself to me and tell me your name. And then next week, tell me your name again. And then the following week, tell me your name again. Maybe, maybe after three or four weeks, um, I'll start to memorize some of your names. Just by way of introduction, um, I grew up uh, in the town of Ottawa near Dousman. My home parish was St. Bruno. And as I was growing up, my, my family was very, very invested in the home parish. So I went to school there and uh, served countless masses there and volunteered at church dinners there and met my friends there. The parish was very much an extension of my own family. And at the time, I certainly didn't realize it, but now in retrospect, it's pretty clear that throughout all of that time that I spent at the parish growing up, the Lord was sowing seeds of my own priestly vocation. I didn't enter the seminary, though, until I was uh, in college later on in the year 2006. I was ordained a priest for the Archdiocese in 2012, uh, so I've been ordained for 11 years, uh, and I absolutely love being a priest, and specifically a priest here in the Archdiocese of Milwaukee, and even more specifically being a parish priest. Every day is a great joy and privilege, so I'm so grateful to God for my vocation. Um, I have a lot of interests and hobbies. Uh, I love being outside, spending time in nature in the woods. My previous assignment was up in Kewaskum, so I made the most of the many hiking trails in the northern unit of the Kettle Moraine. Uh, I'm also something of a sportsman. I love hunting, so I deer hunt with bow and gun. I like to turkey hunt and goose hunt, and even at times squirrel hunt. Not off the feeder, like in the woods. Um, but I usually only do that when I'm really hungry. Um, truth be told, I don't really enjoy eating squirrel, but I do like hunting them. So if you like squirrel, I'll give you as many as you want. Just just let me know. So as I begin here, you might be wondering what my game plan is for St. Francis Cabrini. I hope it doesn't disappoint you, but I don't have any game plan at all. Um, but I do have a goal in mind. Uh, I have an objective, and that is ultimately heaven. Uh, that is why we are here. The way we get to heaven is by growing in God's grace, which is to say by growing in holiness, by being sanctified day by day in God's grace, we eventually are made fit for enjoying the vision of God forever in eternal life. And that's really why a parish exists, to prepare all of us to see God face to face in eternity, to make us holy. So holiness is something I want to say a word about today. Uh, holiness is a gift from God, and holiness is also our daily task. First, it is a gift insofar as God makes us holy. We can't make ourselves holy. And God primarily makes us holy, or firstly makes us holy, 
when we are baptized. When we are baptized, we are cleansed of original sin. We ultimately die with Christ to eternal death that we might rise with him to newness of life. Ultimately, it's baptism that makes us holy and allows us to live as children of the light. I don't know if you caught it, but in the collect for today's mass, the opening prayer, there was this beautiful prayer about how God's grace has transformed all of us to become children of the light. It has saved us from the darkness of error and now has made us God's beloved children. This has all happened through the grace of baptism. St. Paul explains to us how this happens in baptism in today's second reading when he focuses on us dying with Christ and rising with him to new life. These are the two basic movements of the Christian life, dying with Christ and rising with him, ultimately joining him in his paschal mystery. And it's this journey that makes us holy. But we're not just made holy once. We also have to grow in holiness day by day. And this is why St. Paul tells us, you must think of yourselves as dead to sin and living for God in Christ Jesus. Each and every single day, we must think of ourselves as now dead to sin, putting sin behind us, and now living with God in Christ Jesus. So that is the task. Inspired by God's grace, day by day, we must choose to reject sin, and we must choose to accept Christ and his grace. As this happens, we are changed and transformed. We are made holy. In the gospel, Jesus approaches this same mystery, but from a different angle, when he says, whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. We want to rise with Christ and we want to find our lives. We want to discover what it means to experience the glorious freedom of the children of God. But this only happens after we have lost our lives for Christ. It is by losing ourselves for Christ that we enter into his paschal mystery, that we might rise with him, and that we might find our lives in eternity. This past week we celebrated some of my favorite feast days in the liturgical calendar. And as we celebrated these feasts, we considered some saints who truly understood what it meant to die with Christ, to lose their lives, that they would rise with him and find their lives forever. So on Thursday, uh, June 29th, we celebrated this solemnity of Saints Peter and Paul. And then on Friday, June 30th, we had the memorial of the first martyrs of Rome. So these saints all died in the year 64, 65 AD, during the Emperor Nero's persecution. In this persecution, Peter and Paul gave up their lives as martyrs, and so did countless other Christians. All of these people lived their baptism. They died with Christ in the most intense way possible, and in so doing, they rose with him and preserved their lives for eternity. But we shouldn't think it was easy for them. You know, it's difficult for every one of us to die our daily deaths with Christ. It's difficult for us to do that because we need to let go of our own lives. And it was hard for these saints to do that as well. There's a great story that's circulated for 2,000 years about St. Peter immediately prior to his own martyrdom. As the story goes, Peter caught wind of the fact that Nero was coming for him. 
And he thought that it was more important for the church if he would preserve his life. And so he escaped Rome through the Appian Way. But as he was leaving Rome, again, thinking it was more important for him to save his life, after all, he was the leader of this early Christian church, he might have thought, well, how can the church continue if I die? So he's leaving Rome thinking he needs to save his life. And then he meets the risen Lord. And Peter asks Jesus, Quo vadis domine? Where are you going, Lord? And Jesus responds, I'm going to Rome to be crucified again in your place. Peter then understood that it was more important for him for the church to give his life as a martyr than it was for him to save his life. And so he went back to Rome and he embraced martyrdom. The 30 popes after Peter did the exact same thing. All of them lived out their baptism in the most intense way. They died with Christ that they would live with him forever in eternity. And so it goes for each and every one of us. Every single day, the Lord invites us to pick up our crosses and follow him. Every single day, our Lord invites us to die little deaths with him that we might rise with him. He invites us to lose our lives for his sake that we would find them in eternity. There are so many ways that this happens. By making a total gift of yourself day after day for your family, even when it empties you of everything you have and exhausts you entirely, you sacrifice your life with Christ. You lose your life for Christ. By giving up your own plans and accepting God's plans, you give up your life for Christ. You lose yourself for Him. In so many ways, day after day, we are called to lose our lives for Christ. And in so doing, we truly find them. So friends, holiness, which is the goal of all of this, is something that God gives us, but it's also our daily task. So let us all renew our trust in God's grace and in God's goodness. Let us freely lose ourselves for Christ, that we might find our lives in eternity.